Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stiltzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm super excited about today's show. I'll be joined by Nicole Walters, and we'll explore how to sell and generate leads with live video. By the way, if you want to reach me, you can email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. That comes straight to my inbox. Now for this week's brand new discovery. Helping you stay alive in the social jungle. Here is this week's survival tip. This week I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric? This week I rediscovered an app from a long time ago. And this thing's amazing. It is called Snapseed. It is owned by Google and it's for iOS and for Android. This thing is like the Swiss army knife of Swiss army knives when it comes to photo editing on a mobile platform. Snap seed. Tell me yes. more. So this thing has everything that you can think of. And, and before we dig deeper, I want to mention that this is a photo editing tool, not a quote graphic creation type of a tool. So I want to quickly make that distinction. This is not go in and like edit your photo and then add a bunch of text on it. This is strictly photos, enhancing them, doing cool, fun, amazing effects and things like that nature. So cool. What can it do? So it can do a lot of things. First off, it can do all the, you know, basics, you know, the cropping, the rotating, all that kind of stuff, white balance. But when it gets into the really cool aspects of its deep bench with the tools it's got is it can change the tones of things. It can add HDR to where there was none in the image already, HDR, by the way, high dynamic resolution. Oh, what does that do? Does that somehow make it look better? Yeah, so it makes the brights brighter and the darks darker, and it keeps all of them in there. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of the modern TVs now are coming out with this blacker blacks and brighter brights, and it makes it so that you can see a a, a wider range. Uh, Let's see, some of the other really cool things is that it can do a bunch of different effects. You can combine them in different uh, combinations and then save them as your favorites. And then one of the really cool things is for all of us out there who really like doing selfies, there is a face enhancement where it'll add focus to the eyes or face-specific lighting and even smoothen your skin. Really? Yeah. (laughs) So So it makes those of us look a little younger that are maybe a little (laughs) gray-haired? <laughs> maybe maybe it can help with that. <laughs> and then another cool aspect is it has this fo- this uh, face pose option. And I didn't know exactly what this was, but I started playing with it 
and it allows you to correct the pose of a face in a portrait. And they do this. What? By what does that mean? Cor- what does that mean? Correct the pose, like you're not smiling right or something. Well, so so here's what I did. I opened, uh, to be fair, I opened a an existing photo from my phone of a selfie that I had done. You know, it's just a normal one. I'm smiling, whatever. And then it says, "Okay, touch and hold and move." And it and as I did it, it actually looked like I was moving my face to look different directions in alignment with where I point, like I pushed my finger. So it was kind of like, yeah. So you can look, if you're looking left, it can make you look right. Exactly. Is it, is it moving the dots in your eyes or something like that? It's moving the whole face. So wherever you're, wherever you're pressing and holding and kind of smudging in a way with your finger on the touch screen of your phone, it starts to move the face till it adjusts it. And you, I mean, seriously, I zoomed in and I couldn't tell that anything had been changed. And then I would do it again, and I'm like, "How is it making it look at, like perfect?" I mean, it, it was like Facebook, not Facebook, uh, Photoshop magic on in in the palm of my hand. Is it? It's not it. rotating your body and your head. It's just somehow no. like, making your face look in a different direction. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it it does this kind of three dimensional model of your head of wow. your face, and then it's. I mean, it. You have to kind of download it and see it to believe. I would it. imagine if you had a family portrait and one of the kids wasn't looking in the right direction, could you fix that with this thing? It, yes, that's exactly. Yeah. It, it's wow. Totally like wow. Yeah, you, you could get. I mean, I stood there and did this for like three minutes, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is addictive. I probably should stop playing with this now." So, <laughs> Anything yeah. else this thing can do? Uh, you know, that's the gist of it. Like, I mean, again, it's got all the different kind of cool. Huh. Uh, you know, contrasts and lens blurs, you know, so you can, you know, do the bokeh effect where everything's kind of faded out in the background and it's focused in on you or your your subject, whatever that is, you know, can heal things where. Wow. So uh, it's you, like Photoshop, but yeah. it's in an app. But yeah. And it sounds and like it's a lot easier to use in Photoshop. It it honestly, it is to me. <laughs> now, is it free? To me, to me, a non-designer. And yes, this is free and it's available for iOS and for Android, it is owned by Google, and they've done a great job with this. Where do we find it? We just search for the word Snapseed? Yes. So it's all one word, S-N-A-P-S-E-E-D, and just go to your respective app store, the Google Play Store or the Apple iOS store. And I guess I will disclose that my 13-year-old daughter is the one that brought this to my attention because um, she's you know messing around and stuff like that, and she was pretty blown away by it. So that, that's really, really cool technology. Thank you so much for bringing us that find, Eric. Yeah, you're welcome. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. 
We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And now for this week's interview with Nicole Walters. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Nicole Walters. If you don't know who Nicole is, you should. She is an income strategist who hosts a live show called The Monetized Life on Facebook, and her course is called 1K in One Day Academy. Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you. Today, Nicole and I will explore how you can use live video to build a following and to generate leads. And Nicole's figured it out. And we're going to kind of talk a little bit about her story, how she's doing it, and bring you lots of tips today. Let's start with your story, Nicole, because I know you got a really good story. How did you go from whatever you were doing before, and feel free to talk about what you were doing before you went into live video, to doing what you started doing on live video? Share a little bit of that story with us. So before I got into live video, I was just your everyday blogger. I was working my corporate job nine to five and um, it was great. I was an executive. I loved uh, showing up in the office every day and, and working with people doing work that I loved. But the truth of the matter was I knew I had more to my life. So I was blogging every day about hair, beauty, that sort of thing. And what I realized was that Blogs were popular, but I did really well on video. And I mean, I was uploading the worst YouTubes. I mean, my YouTube videos were like nonstop, no editing, 15 minutes, just disasters. <laughs> and, and what was crazy was I knew that my competitors, the people who were also in the blogging space, I mean, they were at the point where they were editing like Steven Spielberg flicks. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw pyrotechnics. I mean, stuff was so good. And frankly, I just couldn't compete. I knew I was strong on video, but I also knew that I didn't have the editing know-how to make it happen. Hey, Nicole, so, real quick, what year yeah. was this? Give us context. Like how long ago oh, we talking? Sure, sure. So this was in, gosh, I started blogging in 2011. Um, I actually cut all of my hair off and started growing it back uh, without chemicals. And I documented the whole thing. Huh. <laughs> that was like kind of, the, I know wonky, right? But, you know, uh, that's what I was jo- documenting. And it was great. I had a decent following. I was working with brands. So my blog business was thriving. And I was applying a lot of what I was learning in corporate America in the blog business. But again, I knew that video was the way I wanted to go. I just wasn't sure how to do it technically and to do it to the level that I felt the industry required. So um, when I, you know, finally decided I wanted to jump shit and give the whole blogging world my full time. I uh, ended up quitting my nine to five and I did it around the time that live video was really starting to pick up. My first platform was Periscope, uh, the platform associated with Twitter. And I went on there and started documenting the journey saying, Hey, you know, I'm a blogger. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to give this thing a, a full-time thing. And I'm also helping people consult on their businesses on the side. And when the day finally came for me to quit, I'd been sharing my story online, and so people reached out to me and they said, you know what, we would love to see the whole process. That feels authentic. You've been sharing everything else. So I quit my job, and I did it live online in front of 10,000 people. Okay, now pause for a second. Sure. Were you thinking, I'm not sure this is a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so being completely honest, I was not planning on doing it that way at all. I went on first. And I said, guys, today's the day I'm going to quit. I'll be back. Right, right. <laughs> and, and that was not how it played out at all. I, um, everyone was like, no, you got to keep us on the line. You got to be kidding me. And so I did. And, um, 
I was scared. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that my boss might say like, oh, good riddance or something like you just never know how that thing's going to play out. But it went really, really well. And um, a lot of people, you know, messages I got later on where people were saying, you know, it was inspiring and uh, they were scared for me. And I also had people who were saying like, you're crazy. You burnt a bridge. But you know what? It's a bridge I wasn't planning on going back over. I was going headfirst into entrepreneurship and I was doing it, you know, afraid. So I shared that online and live streaming them became my thing. Um, They call me on Periscope. Scopra, you know, and it's, it's where I spend all my time and I love it. And I don't see myself turning back. So, um, did, how did you feel after the live video was over with and you realized that you were talking to your boss, quitting (laughs) your job and also having people comment at the same time, like what was going through your head after that whole thing ended? Well, to be completely honest, my mind was racing around the fact that I just quit my job, you know, so I, I'm not, I mean, it was wild. So it was almost like you, you forgot about the phone. You were really focused oh, totally, on. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, even though the message is rapid fire because 10,000 people are watching it live, but over the course of that entire the day, because, you know, at that point, Periscope expired after 24 hours, right. over 150,000 people watched the video. Wow. So, I mean, I was getting tweets and all this, you know, I mean, and then friends of family were reaching out to me like, what are you doing? You right. know, I mean, it was kind of, it was a lot. But the thing I was worried about more than anything was like, okay, I quit my job. Now this thing's official. There's no turning back. Um, and so that's where my head w- was the entire time. But So fast forward a few years and yeah. tell us kind of like, where are you now with this whole live video stuff? Sure. So I, I still love it. And now I am using it a lot more intentionally. I have way more strategy behind it. Before it was still really new and there wasn't really a format that anyone was following. But now I have a signature format. I've managed to use live streaming as my primary method of lead generation. So I haven't had to follow some of the multi-step models that people use for funneling. Instead, I'm able to you know generate leads, build a relationship with my audience, and then convert to the sale. And I do it all via live streaming. And um, it's the greatest. It's so fun. I share my family and I share my business as well. Awesome. So um, let's now talk a little bit about what we're really here to talk about today, which is some of the lessons that you've learned. Um, Now, I'm curious today, and by the way, Facebook is your main platform today. We should we should clarify this is where you are mostly going live today, right? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I actually use platforms strategically with my live streaming. So if you want to see more family stuff, down to earth, hanging out stuff uh, about the journey, that's Instagram Live, Insta Stories. Right. And then if you want to see more uh, strategic business oriented content, I do that on Facebook. So um, do you think today, I mean, because you, you know, you had choices, you were already a blogger at this point, right? Yeah. And there might be plenty of bloggers listening right now. You'd already messed around with YouTube. And um, why did you choose live video over these other platforms that you already had some experience with? And do you still think live video is a good choice today over, for example, YouTube or blogging? I'm curious what your thoughts are. Sure. So I've never been one of those people to ascribe to the fact that one platform's better than the other or one method's better than the other. It really has to be whatever you're going to do consistently and whatever's in line with your personality. So my personality is I'm a pretty consistent, functional, hot mess. And that can be quite entertaining for the masses. Uh, so, so, and people find it to be relatable and authentic to watch me do my entrepreneurial journey and share my content that way too. So uh, live streaming makes sense for me. There's nothing more real than watching a mom building her business um, online and 
and scaling things to multi seven figures. And then also having her six year old go streaking across the back, you know, screaming naked baby. It doesn't get any realer than that. So people watch that and moms watch it and they say, okay, you know what? I like that Nicole girl. She gets me and she's smart and I'm willing to work with her. And, and I don't think there's any other way to convey that better than live streaming. Um, you kind of compared yourself to Oprah earlier and do you, <laughs> I did not compare myself <laughs> Well, with your, with your Scopra name, but, um, but I it, receive it. I receive that. Mike. Do you, do you, um, do you feel like there is something to like, it's like you have your own little live, sh- live, live show. And in that regard, it's kind of helping you become like a better speaker, a better on the fly person and more entertaining and stuff. I mean, there is something special to that, right? Or am I wrong? Definitely. And it's also forgiving. People expect you to make mistakes. You don't have the same pressure of we want super polished, ultra edited content. People are like, oh my gosh, that's so real. You know, you just spilled an entire jar of sauce on your on your dress. And that's just it's funny. It's real life. And right. um, and we can relate to that. You can't get that anywhere else. And it's let's be honest, it's a lot easier than what you were talking about with YouTube. And it's probably oh. a lot easier than writing a blog post. Am I right? Oh, it's so much easier. If I'm in the moment at an event, I get to bring, you know, my entire audience to stand in the room with me. I mean, it's pretty compelling, especially from a, you know, pitch perspective when I work with different audiences. So it's, it's fascinating because yeah, when I was, um, when I was on the stage at Social Media Marketing World, um, one of the, one of the statistics that will be coming out of my industry report, which will have dropped right about the time of this, uh, recording is that live video is still not used by most marketers. And I think that um, when everybody hears what we're about to talk about, well, first of all, what we've already talked about, how easy it is if you have the right personality, but also what you can do with it is kind of fascinating. So I would love to hear um, at a high level what your strategy is with live video. Um, sure. Because you're using it more than just obviously like you were in the beginning. You know, you're not just, you said yourself, you're much more strategic now. So what is that strategy? Absolutely. So my very first few launches that I did with 1K One Day Academy, which is my signature course where I show people all the foundations on how to build a business leveraging corporate strategies. Um, In my first few launches, I didn't have a list. So for my very first launch, I had a list of about 1,500 people. And that was a list that I created via live streaming. Essentially, I would go live. I would share a piece of business-related content, whether it was teaching people how to pitch for a sale or teaching people how to convert on their audience better or teaching people how to set up an affiliate uh, system as a passive income stream. And then when when I was done, I would send them to a landing page where I would say, if you love this, get over here and I'll send something like this into your inbox at any point in time. Or I would send them direct to a product, a small info product at a reasonable price of anywhere between, say, $25 to $97. And I would say, go there for additional information, worksheets, you name it, so you can execute on the system entirely. And so, I mean, it was at a point where every single broadcast I did would bring in anywhere from $1,000 to $3,000. And whenever I, you know, converted over to my list, I could get as many as 30 to 300 people in an hour, you know, simply by just sending them to that, to that place directly from live streaming. So, uh, were you using your personal profile then? Did you have a page and was it small and has it grown? I'm just curious where you started. Sure. Yeah, everything was small. I mean, again, I came into this space and, you know, I, I was a blogger, but when I was introducing myself to the world as a consultant, which was what I did in corporate America, but introduced myself as a consultant in this space, I was brand new. I had no audience, no list. Um, I actually didn't even set up a Facebook page until after I'd been in the space generating income for probably three or four months. Um, my Facebook page now is at, I think, just shy of 140,000. 
So in the beginning, you were on Periscope, and then somewhere, mm-hmm. sometime along the way, you moved over to Facebook. And um, was it the the sharing of these videos that helped you get more exposure and more, you know, inbound email addresses and such? That's correct. Uh, what I did was I would take my periscopes, I would save down those videos, and I started testing them by posting them to a Facebook page just to see how they converted, to see what the um, how the audience responded to that very sort of raw live content. And then once I saw that it was doing well and getting a lot of traction, I started going live on Facebook as well. Got it. So um, let's dig in to the to the details about how you do what you do when you are going live. But before we, before we do that, um, at a high level, and we talked before the broadcast that every time you go live is not a pitch, right? Or is it? So Uh let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because I think it's important for some people to understand that you're doing some personal branding also. So maybe tell them kind of the mixture of how you're mixing all this stuff up. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that one of the biggest mistakes that we often make as marketers in general is is just overselling. Every time we talk to our audience, we got we have something to sell or some sort of intention towards getting them over to a product. And there's nothing wrong with having intentionality and call to action with your products, but people want to get to know you first. That's sales 101. Build that relationship. And there's no way to do it faster than live streaming. So I split it up. Uh, you'll get maybe 60-40 uh, relationship building and sales. So I'll go on there and I'll share a kid's birthday party or an awkward mom moment or a tough entrepreneurial day. Um, I recently did a video where I had a recent, an employee of mine that I had to part ways with my company and I went on and I talked about it and I said, this is really hard dealing with these transitions and I don't have anything to sell, sell you and I don't have anything to uh, point you to. But what I can say is I share this journey. I share it authentically. And if you want to know more, you can go to my email list where we can talk about it. And I found that balance really does help build the relationship. So when it comes time to to sell, it actually converts really, really well. Now, when you go live, are you like on your couch with your phone or are you sitting in front of your computer using some software? Like help people understand the context in which you're live. Well, there's part of that's part of the reason why I left YouTube. I'm not fancy. So uh, I will go live from my phone most of the time, uh, whether it's in my kitchen, you know, just using a little tripod or I'm on site at location at an event or a venue. Um, When I am teaching, whether it's live in my communities or live on my Facebook page, you'll see more of a formality behind it. So I might have like a background and go from use my webcam at my desktop, but it's never anything fancy. No editing. So sometimes it's vertical. Sometimes it's 16 by nine or is it generally... I mean, because when you're on your phone, I mean, you can move it sideways, but I've seen some of your stuff where you're just vertical video, right? Right. And I do vertical because uh, vertical is, uh, I think I read some reporting that, I mean, that's how people are viewing it. They're most of my audience views, I think it's 86% view on mobile. So that's why I do verticals just because that's how they're watching it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, good. So um, when you do decide that you're going to launch something, you have a very strategic process Um, and let's kind of go through it because I know you've got some steps and stuff and I think a lot of people could learn from it. Sure. So uh, one of the things you mentioned earlier was how, you know, having the right personality and, you know, being ready to go live. I think that's kind of a misnomer. A lot of people worry that, you know, maybe they're not extroverted enough to go live. But the truth of the matter is it's just a little bit of planning. So I use uh, my signature cheat sheet, if you will, uh, which follows this format. The first thing I do is I start all of my broadcast with my IWS system, intro, welcome, share. And uh, this is very intentional. I always introduce myself because if the video 
video goes viral or if it gets edited or if it ends up anywhere else, I want to make sure that you can, even if it's reposted by another platform or stripped, you are still getting me saying verbally, hey, my name is Nicole Walters of NicoleWalters.tv. I'm an entrepreneur and this is what this video is about. So I always start that way. And then I welcome people to the broadcast. I say, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, you know, you're going to learn this, this, and this, and we're, we're definitely the right people to talk to each other. And then I always encourage them to share my content. Um, it's the easiest way to get that virility going. It's the easiest way to make sure that uh, you get that traction and the algorithm loves it too. And if you ask people to do it, well, surprisingly enough, they'll do it. <laughs> so you just say intro, welcome, share. So that's the first part. Okay. Now, hold on a second. So can you do me a favor and just kind of mock one real quick so people hear exactly <laughs> sure. how you do it? Like pick a Probably topic. on the spot. No, yeah. I can totally do it. Okay. <laughs> So, hi, my name is Nicole Walters. Thank you so much for watching. If this is your very first time tuning into one of my live broadcasts, I am going to tell you a little about myself. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I love to help people build businesses that they love. If you want to learn more about me, head to NicoleWalters.tv. But today, we are going to talk about the importance of call to action in every single one of your broadcast. So share this content because good friends share their content and make sure that you keep it on your main homepage so that if you want to watch it later, it'll be right front and center on your Facebook. Now let's dive in. Perfect. So, and you do that knowing that there's really nobody there in the first couple of seconds, right? Absolutely. I do that for my people on replay and I do that for anyone who may jump in a little later. And sometimes I'll reintroduce myself after about the minute and 30 minute, minute and 30 second mark. Do you do any call outs when you recognize people coming on the call at that after that intro or do you just go right into your content? Absolutely. That's the welcome part of it. I'll say, Hey, oh my gosh, Susan, you're on. I'm so excited. How's your son? You know, and I, I build, I build relationships. If I have people who are regular uh, clients or people in my community, I'll definitely call them out as well. Cool. And, um, have you discovered this over time? Like, um, like in the beginning, were you not doing any of this? And then you realized you were getting better response when you introduced yourself? Because it's funny because um, not everybody does introduce themselves. As a matter of fact, right. I would think most people don't do this. It seems counterintuitive. And I'm curious what your learnings have been on that. Well, Mike, I mean, you know me. I answered the phone and I'm like, hello, it's Nicole Walter speaking. <laughs> and it wasn't the phone. It was Skype. Yeah, exactly. It was Skype. <laughs> But that's just how I've always been. It's just a habit. Well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, it's I'm, not a bad habit because like right. not everyone's going to know who you are, especially if you share it, right? Sure. No, you're totally right. I mean, one of the things that's the biggest benefit of that is the replay. Just people tuning in or people who it's been shared to and they don't know you, they get that opportunity for that intro. Perfect. All right. So um, once we get past that point, which sounds like that's about like 30 to 45 seconds, depending. <laughs> yep. What's next? So after that, we tell them what content we're going to be teaching them and why it's important. So I'll say, hey, today we're going to be learning about call to actions. This is important because this is how you actually get conversions. No point in building great content and not getting people to the sale. And then it's like, so we're going to dive in. And I always encourage one of my things. I always say, grab your pen, grab your paper, because geniuses take notes. And then um, it just encourages people to be really involved and recognize that it's an educational situation and not just a hanging out sort of situation. Um, and then I dive into my content. Um, I usually build out three bullet points or three targeted things and, um, and I teach them that accordingly. And then I, I have an action item as well. So it's like, this is how you can put this information into practice. Okay. Um, now the easy part is obviously the intro and the welcome and the share part. Sure. Tell us what goes into coming up with the content before you go live, because I'm guessing you don't just riff it every time. Am I right? 
Oh, I never riff it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to my teaching, it's almost never riffed. So uh, it may have to do with what's coming up in an impending launch or new products that I have. So if there is a product that I'm going to be launching, like my 1K One Day Academy, I may talk about how to figure out if uh, entrepreneurship is right for you or three ways that I overcame fear of entrepreneurship so I could jump in and start building because I'm eventually going to be leading this audience into my, my launch that's coming. So uh, there's definitely intentionality behind it. Now, um, you said typically you have about three different topics. Like, let's just go with this call to action one, right? Like if you're teaching sure. call to action. Sure. Um, how much of a cheat sheet or outline or whatever do you prepare for yourself? Um, and, and how deep do you go when you're actually teaching the content? Well, I never want to teach something that's so so detailed that I have to read from a piece of paper because um, it's impersonal and that's not what live is about and it's boring. So uh, on my cheat sheet, you'll just see bullet points. So if it's something like call to action, I might say, um, you know, what is a call to action as the definition first? Then I'll explain um, how is a call to action used and here's an example of it and then what to do with an effective call to action and, and don't, things that you want to avoid and then an action item. So, I mean, it's very high level. How long are you um, teaching? My content, I try to keep under 30 minutes. One thing that's kind of cool about Facebook that's very different from other live streaming platforms is the longer you stay on, usually the wider your audience grows versus Periscope and uh, Insta Stories, where if your content's too long, people usually drop off. So, the fact that the fact that you go for 30 minutes is probably shocking for some people. So with, mm -hmm. ju with just three bullet points. So, um, are you, are you, um, are you answering questions during this time or are you just looking at the camera kind of ignoring the crowd and just teaching? I'm, I'd love to hear a little bit more because like, I know that I could probably go for 30 minutes on some stuff that I know really, really well, but I would want, I would want at least more depth and bullets for me to be able to teach that. And I know some listening might be freaked out to think that they can go <laughs> sure, that long. Sure. So like, tell us more about the magic and how you do that. Absolutely. So I'm only covering each of those items from anywhere between five to eight minutes, but it's because of the natural engagement. So one of the things to remember about live streaming that makes it different from video is that you're talking to real people on the other side of that screen. Right. So if I, um, you know, say something like call to actions are so awkward. Am I right? Raise your hand. Just give me a hand emoji if you're one of those people, you know, and then people will put that in there and you have to account for, you know, there are a few second delays in live streaming. So, um, you know, and then I'll say, see, I'm not the only one. Now, how many of you guys are afraid to actually ask for things. I just want to let you know that this is real. Um, and even though you have those bullet points underneath my sub bullet points is I, I may include like a story, like here's the place to tell this story about your very first call to action. Yeah. A couple of keywords to remind you of it, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. We, uh, in, 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 uh, in, in grad school, uh, this is known as, um, extemporaneous speaking where you just have like enough to spur your brain but you don't that's have, right. you don't have the script. That's exactly right. And that's, that's powerful because, um, people may not realize this, but I have all my questions written out. I always do. And I have my introductions always written out, but I never read it the way I've written it. I just use it as a guide. And, um, if I didn't have it, I would be all over the place. <laughs> right. Totally. Who wouldn't? Absolutely. But it, it is scary and I've done, I did a challenge. I did a 25 day, I, I did a 30 day live challenge where I would walk out and go live with nothing but one thought in my brain and that's it. And I would go live for about 10 to 15 minutes and just engage with the audience. And I did it for 25 days straight. I never got to 30. I said, why? I don't need to do 30. I know, I know what I'm doing. 
but it was scary, but it was exciting because like you do, when you put yourself in a position where you're going to feed off the audience, it's really kind of exciting. I mean, if no one's there and I'm sure this has happened to you where there's not very many people there, does that just totally change your vibe and your mojo or whatever? Um, it just becomes a conversation with with me and the one other person who's there. I, I'm the person who talks to strangers at Target. You know, so I mean, <laughs> it's like if I'm on there with just one other person, we're talking about their kids, we're talking about their goals. I mean, like it just becomes a one to one chat. Cool. All right, so um, we start with the intro, welcome and share. We get into the content. Is there anything else we should say about the content? That little tips or whatever that you've learned uh, before we get into the call to action, which you've been teasing about the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, we always talk about the importance of uh, storytelling. So uh, when you are teaching, it's just really important that you don't make it dry and stuffy and just stick with industry definitions because it's a it's live streaming. So you don't know who's popping on. Not everyone may be an expert. So it's really important that you find ways to illustrate. So I often do a thing where I may say if I'm speaking about something business or high level and I use a term like working capital, I may go back and, and define that as, you know, it's the extra money after everything's been paid off that sits in your bank and allows your business to grow. You know, I'm just very careful to define things afterwards so no one feels like they tuned into some fancy pants broadcast that they can't keep up with. Um, that's just, that's a huge key factor for content. Awesome. Because you're getting feedback. <laughs> so no one's saying, I don't know what that is. <laughs> awesome. Uh, call to action. That's your last part, right? So yes. um, talk to us about how you actually do your call to actions. So I call my call to action the turbo opt-in method. And um, this is because I don't follow the traditional opt-in process, which as we all know is kind of a longer funnel thing where you know we're sending them to an email and we're building that relationship and then we're eventually introducing a product, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I do is I send them directly to the sale. If I am delivering all the content up front, that's essentially like your freemium. It's like your free product, your lead magnet. And then I am sending them to where they can go to essentially you know, deposit their funds and engage in the interaction where they'll get additional knowledge on the back end. So um, it's pretty simple. I'll tell them, I'll say, hey, if you love this and you know that you want more, if you want to dive in and get the details you need, then you can head over to NicoleWalters.tv. And if you click right on the center of the page, you'll find the product, Fierce Clarity, that's going to help walk you through everything we're doing here on a much deeper level. If you head over there now and get it, then I will be right here if you have any questions, but I want you to come back and tell me that you grabbed it. And then what happens is people come right back to the that live broadcast real time and they say, oh my gosh, I just bought it, which leads to sort of this excitement and fear where people then proceed to start buying. Oh, it's so you're actually bought, you're actually trying to sell them something. You're not just trying to get them on an email list. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Absolutely. If I'm not in a launch and I don't have a product to sell, then email list is the bare minimum. But I will often, I did a $53,000 launch to the very first 1K One Day Academy by set, by using this turbo opt-in method. Okay, so let's dig into it a little bit because, first of all, why do you call it Turbo? Because it's much faster than the sending to email and building a relationship over a month process. It's a lot quicker. It's okay, real time. So, so break it down. Like, if we were to model you and how you do this, what would what would we do? Sure. So what you would do if you were trying to do the turbo opt-in method is obviously on the front end, prepare your product, know what it is that you're going to be serving. And the best way to do that is to start serving your audience and learning a little bit about what they're looking for. I did this with my Academy 1K one day. I realized people didn't know some corporate basics on how to grow their business. I built that product and then I started teaching around that product. I got very specific and I said, how many of you guys know what an LLC is? How many of you understand a profit and loss statement? Well, today, 
today on this live broadcast, we're going to walk through what that is so you're better informed. If you feel like you need more of these strategies in your business, it's okay. I got you covered. I'm going to have something super special for you probably at the end of this week, but make sure you're tuning in so you don't miss out. If you really don't want to miss out, head over to NicoleWalters.tv, add yourself to my rich friend list, and you'll be the first one to know. And then for the, the entire week, I'm teasing this product and I'm sending people to the list uh, for this you know, segmented targeted product. Um, I often use vanity email or vanity domains uh, like 1k1day.com versus NicoleWalters.tv just to get it very specific and to make sure that if they are ready to purchase, it's not complicated. Um, and then when the day comes that the card is actually open, I'll say, hey guys, you know, make sure everybody tunes in tomorrow at three o'clock. We're going to open up 1K One Day Academy for new students. This is your shot. And uh, people will clamor. And I sold out my, my course the very first time with no list to a live streaming audience on Periscope in about 45 minutes. We actually crashed. Um, we, were, we were doing our payment processor. We actually crashed it. So, so, when, um, so, when, you're, so when, you're, um, when you're at this point in your mm -hmm. live video, which is obviously, yep. um, near the last, whatever, I don't know how many, like if you're doing a, if you're doing a 30 minute or 40 minute live video, how or, much time are you allocating for this turbo opt-in portion? So what I do is I will teach that content, but I will hint that this is coming just to make sure I don't lose people. So I'll say there's something really big at the end. So keep taking your notes, but you want to make sure that you don't miss this. Almost like a webinar, so huh? Uh, almost like an infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And then when you get to the end, uh, that's where I say, you know, this is your opportunity. And what I want to let you know is that if you sign up right now, I'm even going to give you access to our exclusive Facebook group. So as long as I'm live, if you are signing up, you're going to get access to this experience. So just like we're working one-to-one -one right now, live on Periscope, I want to let you know that this experience exists behind the curtain in Facebook as well. So go register, then come back and let me know. Okay, so while you're waiting for them to do stuff, what in the heck are you talking about? I'm, ta I'm answering questions about the product because what will happen is people will then say, wait a minute, so I can sign up for 1K one day right now. What's this going to teach me? I'm really excited about it. And I'll just start answering questions live if they have any questions. And I'll start talking about the product experience where I'll say, so here's what's going to happen. When you first get into 1K one day, you're going to notice that you have immediate access to pre-work. You can jump right in, get started, watch the first video. This video is transformative, but all you have to do is go to the page, type in your name, pull out your favorite payment form, and then enter that information. Then go to your inbox, get an email. I basically walk them through the entire experience so that they're already doing it and all they have to do is click over. Okay. Now for the people that are listening right now that aren't like in the midst of a launch and they want right. to use this instead to grow their email list, um, it applies, right? And how would we do that? Totally. Totally. So if they're not in the midst of a launch, if you have any products whatsoever, which hopefully you do, this is an opportunity to send them to that product, which hopefully if they buy that product will also deepen their relationship and trust in you so that they're going to want to come back and buy more things. Um, if you don't have any products at all, at minimum, you can send them to that list where hopefully you have an email sequence that they'll start receiving that'll then deepen and continue the relationship while you're offline. Well, and couldn't you use this to send them to a free ebook or something if you oh, wanted totally. to? Totally. 
Totally. I use this uh, when I'm not in the midst of a launch or I don't have anything I'm selling directly to say, hey, you know, I'm so glad that we met for the first time. Head over to richfriendclub.com and join the club. I'm going to send you an email immediately where I get you up to speed on all the jargon and all the stuff we're talking about. And um, and over the next couple of days, kind of get you up to speed on what we do. I'm so glad we met. And, and then people go there and then they get right into a sequence where they're getting a series of, I believe it's like five or six emails that kind of get them warmed up and familiar with the community. So if I were like to kind of kind of tear back the sheets a little bit or, sure. or b- t- tear the veil off the top of what we just talked about, it sounds like near the end of the video, you want to incentivize th- the watchers of the video to immediately go do something, right? And if it's, if it's in the case of uh, trying to grow your email list, then you want to incentivize them to go get your free report and... Um, and you want to talk a little bit because you want to incentivize them to go do it and to come back and say that they've done it. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's the key Just, to the magic, right? Uh, to some extent, understanding that the incentivization already occurred because you did teaching live. So you already gave them the free report. So they're like, this was so good. This is Thank another you free so report, much for right? This. I'm signing up for your list. I see. Got it. But while you're doing that, this is the part that I'm struggling with a little bit, right? Sure, like sure. Um, if I'm not selling a product and I just want to get them on the list, I can still use the turbo opt-in, but would I be answering questions about what types of things they'll get by being on my list? Oh, you mean like awkwardness if they're like, okay, I'm going over to your list? Totally. You would just say, yeah, come to my list. It's so great. I share a Pinterest strategy. You can email me back and ask me questions. You're going to find out what events I go to. Heck, I even send out an email once in a while when I'm going live with the really good stuff. You want to be on this list. I send the best emails. And, <laughs> and, and, and is that the end of the call to action right there? It's just a short little something like that? Or do you keep on a little bit longer so that you can get a couple of them coming back saying, I just signed up. Can't wait to get the stuff from you. I don't usually do that with an email list because it's not that exciting. <laughs> so it's like, it's not that oh, razzle dazzle. I'm on your list. Usually at the end of that with an email list, I'll say, so thanks so much, guys. It's a blast. For those of you guys who are on the list and in the club, welcome. Can't wait to chat with you more. And then just, you know, it's either you're in or you're out, fear of missing out. So the turbo opt-in really is about getting them to opt into your product, right? This is, this is really like, this is really like a powerful way to generate sales, um, during a launch, uh, you know, and at the end of a live video after you've already provided value. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Correct. Sales and leads. I mean, my my email list grew to five figures without ever creating a freemium or a free ebook or a free product strictly from from live video. Got it. Now, um, when you are thinking of launching a product, mm-hmm. like let's say you've got a launch coming up in a month, which maybe sure. you do, maybe you don't. Um, <laughs> how, how many, like, tell us about how you map out your live, you know, leading up to that launch, just so people can be thinking like, okay, yeah, what does it look like? Strategy? Yeah, like how many times am I going live? You know what I mean? And no, which ones definitely. are personal and which ones are which ones are like uh, you know, uh teaching. Definitely. So I, I follow like a 30-day-ish form, formula. So uh, 30 days out, I'll start really fine-tuning my content. I'll shift from doing, uh, you know, 60-40 personal uh, relationship building stuff and business-related things to doing something like 80-20. So you'll start hearing way more about my business, way more about, you know, where I'm going, what I'm doing, success stories, highs, lows, uh, things in related to that. But just very high level, not exactly specifically geared towards that product, but also, um, but definitely always sending people to my list, like without a doubt. Um, 
Then maybe about two weeks out, I'll usually open up a vanity domain like 1k1day.com or My Fierce Clarity, whatever the product is, and I'll start sending people there. And you'll hear me talking about that. Um, I also start doing uh, live interviews. So usually I'll go live once a week, uh, about two weeks out. With uh, for that week, I'll go live once with my own stuff, just saying like, hey, I wanted to tell you more about my story and being an entrepreneur. And then I'll go live with like a student and I'll just say, hey, I'm just popping on and talking to a couple of my students and my friends and I'm bringing them on for us to chat. And we kind of do a live testimonial thing, but we keep it kind of casual and we share some success stories. Then about a week out or the week of the launch, if it's coming on like a Tuesday, maybe the Monday, the week prior, I'll start going live every single day. And I'll usually start teaching like a series. So it might be... Um, you know, on these five days, we're going to talk about, you know, the five steps to pitch a client flawlessly. And we're going to end with the ultimate email template. So uh, make sure you tune into all five days. If you want to know more, you can grab a workbook over here, head over to, you know, 1k1day.com where you can grab your free workbook to tune into this series. You need both things. So enter your email so I know how to send it to you. And then uh, tune in every day here at seven. And we're going to do this live instructional. Ah, and so you just said get- seven. So is it in the morning or in the evening you tend to go live? Oh, seven. Oh, you mean what time of day? Usually in the evening. Yeah. I, my people do best in the evening, especially after the kids have gone to bed. Interesting. <laughs> so usually like seven to eight works so, great. Eastern time? Yep. Eastern time. So that you That's still correct. get some of those uh, California people that are, at, that are hopefully uh, cooking dinner or whatever. That's right. That's exactly right. So yeah, I don't, uh, usually in the morning, uh, you'll get more of my like casual pieces where it's like woke up, you know, kids running around, something like that. Um, so then I'll go live for those days leading up to the launch. And I will always tell people like, you know, uh, we've got big things coming up. There's additional opportunities more and more and more. And then, uh, at the end of the challenge, I'll say, you know, now's your chance. You know, you've already learned the pieces. You have the steps. Let's pull it all together. You know, let's sign up for 1K One Day Academy. And I also can launch to that now targeted, built, and segmented list as well. Excellent. Um, So here's my question. Are you putting any money behind these live videos afterwards to just kind of make sure they get seen by all of your audience when you're in the launch sequence? Are you doing everything organically? Um, Everything's organic. My Facebook ad spend for my entire business is less than $2,000 annual. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nicole, um, I just want to say thank you for sharing uh, your strategy about around live video. I know that there's so many of my listeners who um, want to do more with live video, especially since Facebook has said, hey, this is the way to get some of the most engagement <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> right, right. So why don't you tell everybody where they can discover more about you and any of the awesome stuff you've got going on? Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you guys want to learn any more about me or you want to dive in and kind of see how I'm doing it, head over to NicoleWalters.tv. I'm also available on Facebook, facebook.com slash monetize thyself. And I actually created a quick little cheat sheet for all of you guys so you can see exactly what I use and have in front of me to prepare my broadcast. And you can grab that at NicoleWalters.tv slash SME. Awesome. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. This was fun. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's interview. If there's anything we mentioned and you missed it, we take all the notes. Socialmediaexaminer.com slash 301. By the way, new to this podcast, hit that subscribe button. Never miss a future episode. And if you are a regular listener, I would love a rating and or a review on whatever platform you choose. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week, I promise. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world.
The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.